I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. Episode 8. Oh, we're going. It's happening. It okay. is. <laughs> yes! I'm going to oh make sure it's awkward Sorry, every Nova, time. Nova decided to join us on the couch. She did. And she's just a pitiful, squishy little hippo. Yeah. She's cute. She's shedding. Sorry, Kelly. Oh, um, <laughs> oops. Do you want okay. to pick that up? It's okay. Oh, and she's gone. All right. And she's off. Goodbye. There you go. It was a good time. We enjoyed our time together. It's approximately a minute. It's <laughs> what I anticipated. And now she's off and, to the other couch. Uh, back to the other couch for another nap. All right. It's a tough life. <sighs> tough life, indeed. So, unfinished business for this one. We have several. The most important one I'll let you go with mm-hmm. about our timing. Yeah. Our, our release date. So, up to this point, we've been releasing on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for those who are our consistent listeners, um, if you've noticed that we've been releasing them later on Fridays than we did originally. And it's because, we're though Friday is our day off, because it's our day off, we shove everything we can into those days Mm -hmm. and there are week leading up to fridays are packed so by the time we actually get to sit down and emma gets to finish editing the episodes it's been later in the day on fridays so we are going to officially switch our release days to saturday Mm -hmm. so that we aren't quite on such a time crunch so yeah, I think Saturdays are going to be the day that work best for us with our yeah. schedules, even though we are off the same day. That's usually when we record, and then when I have three episodes to edit, yeah, I just get backed up. So I think Saturday is going to be good, because even though we work opposite Saturdays mm-hmm. every other Saturday, I think it's still going to work, because Sunday, yeah. Sunday is a big day for both of us, too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot to do usually on Sundays, yeah. and you go to church and stuff, yep. so I feel like Saturday is going to be good. And yeah, Sunday's when I meal plan for the week, and I get Same. caught up on laundry and stuff like that, so. Yeah, so subject to change, but hopefully not. Yeah. Just so we have more time and be able to release the episodes more consistently. Mm-hmm. Just because we, we do have them done by Friday sometime, but can be a little unpredictable as to exactly when. Exactly. And that's on me, but well, I, mean, I can't make more hours no, in the day. I've been and trying for sincerely weeks. sincerely are just really busy. Yeah. So, I also have some unfinished business from episode five. The tinier, the scarier. Uh, so, Matt actually gave me this information, and he said that scientists want to bring back woolly mammoths for the Siberian ice flats so they can keep the ground compacted so that methane doesn't melt all of them. Oh. Or some shit. That's sure. what he said. Or some shit? Question mark. Okay. <laughs> And Tasmanian tigers are cool. They were known for how wide they could open their jaws. There's some videos of them, and it's worth looking up. Interesting. I've not looked them up, I've not looked up video. I've just seen some black and white pictures of them. Yeah. They're interesting looking creatures. Yeah. So the more you know. He also said that it is said... Now, I have not fact-checked any of this. I just trust my partner. Yes. It's also said that dodo birds are stupid. Because they were so easy to catch and kill when humans first found them. And they had no natural predators. So they had no reason to be afraid. They Mm -hmm. didn't know no death. That's what he said. That said they didn't know no death. Well, (laughs) I guess you wouldn't need to be scared. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. So, super interesting stuff. Again, I haven't fact-checked any of it. So don't come at me if none of it's right. But I think it's true and interesting regardless <laughs> um and also the parrot that matt and his family had his name is georgie he is still alive and well i'll have you know they 
and lived forever. Yep, and he is living with a, a family member, and Matt's mom said that, I don't know if I should put this in here, uh, Matt and his mom and dad are the only ones that listen to this podcast from his family so far as I know, but Matt's mom told me that she threatens, so she has two sons, Matt and his brother, mm-hmm. John, and she threatens both of them with who's going to have to inherit him, like who she's going to leave Georgie? him to. No. Yes, who, and it's going to be whichever one of them pisses her off the most. <laughs> but Matt, I mean, he might start pissing her off because he really yeah. loved that bird yeah. and he really wants a bird. And I'm like, no. Well, yeah, birds like pick their person. We've already talked about have, birds. At so length, we don't but... have to do that. But yeah, I just am not doing it. But if yeah. I have to, I guess I will because I love him. They're and he do because they're so shit. intelligent. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And we already have high, highly intelligent dog breeds. I'm like, do we have to continue this trend in other mm-hmm. species? I don't think so. No. I didn't get, I didn't partake in that vein of society. No. Uh, no. For mine is not highly intelligent I dog. I call her that, no. But she's adorable. She's cute. She's a cute kid. I'll give her that much. <laughs> Just dozing off as we speak. <laughs> With her tongue sticking out of Always. her mouth. Her incisors don't incise anymore, so. <laughs> no one else is no, going to find that funny. There is no little. That's a little, niche. Little gate for her tongue. It just oh comes on out. Oh my god. That was the right audience for that joke. <laughs> you usually are. <laughs> no. I just find you so funny. Your humor tickles me. <sighs> anyway, peculiar news. <laughs> Who went first last time? I don't think it matters. I think you did. I think I had you go first, okay. so I'll go. Mine was given to me by the lovely Joy, who used to work with me. I don't think you got to work with her, but she's I worked visited. with her, a, yeah, she's, like, visited a few times, and yeah. I worked, like, a week with her. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, away in vet school right now, and she's going to come back to us hopefully soon. She is one of my favorite coworkers I've ever had. She's hilarious. And she just brings us so much joy, and she brings so much knowledge and compassion to the table as well. Not that anybody cares, but if Joy's listening to it, she will. So she sent me this one, and it is a flamboyant Instagram fashion star selling a handbag he says is made from a human spine ethically sourced from Canada. Don't like that at all. I know. I knew you wouldn't. I'm like, she's going to hate this, and she's going to hate that it's even a part of our podcast. Book. An Indonesian fashion designer is selling a handbag. It's supposed to say reportedly, and I just noticed it says purportedly. Purport is purportedly. a word. What? Purport is a word. I'm this, just learning look, all this the is, vocab today. Like, I googled this word the other day. It's oh in my, my search God. history because I... So you didn't know either? I didn't. I heard someone okay. actually on Sister Wives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. the husband. That's how they call And so you're like, this has got to be some he BS. He keeps saying we cannot purport or purported whatever. And I was like, why do you keep saying the word purport? So I Googled it. <laughs> and purportedly it is means as appears or is stated to be true, though not necessarily so. Uh, and then it says like allegedly. So to purport is to state or claim something. To purport. So go ahead. Fine. Go ahead. Purport. Purport. Sidled. Which I thought for my entire life was saddled saddled up to her no it's sidled and now i feel like the dumbest person in the world and then what was the one we just learned last episode haint haint yeah i told you i didn't have friends i had an electronic dictionary i know and i now i feel like my parents wronged me in that way too look all right fine an indonesian fashion designer is selling a handbag 
purportedly made out of alligator tongues and an ethically sourced, in quotations, human spine, which he says came from medical surplus in Canada. The item caused outrage online and prompted Insider to find out everything possible about the item and where it might have come from. The handbag is a $5,000 one-off piece by the designer Arnold Putra, who, which first went on sale in 2016. It is a basket-style handbag with a handle formed of what appears to be a single human spinal cord. And I had an issue with that with my... Spinal um, cord or spinal it's, column? Okay. Spinal column, but they said spinal cord so because whoever wrote this article does not have any medical knowledge apparently. or apparently any knowledge of what's inside just, their yeah, own I was body. Gonna say. So it hurt my soul right. too. Don't All worry. Right. Don't yeah. worry. I knew I was gonna have to pause on that. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> An Instagram account details his fashion line. The posts include the spine handbag, which has also been marketed for sale on some fashion sites. The post included a description that said the bag was in quotations, made of an entire child's spine who had osteoporosis. I don't know why that's funny to me. It shouldn't be funny. But it's like, why did we choose that one? Putra did not say, despite several inquiries, whether the spine really belonged to a child. Insider contacted two child osteopaths and showed them pictures of the bag. Both said it was almost certainly a real human spine, but they did not agree on whether or not it belonged to a child. According to Putra, the spine was medically sourced from Canada with papers. It's possible, he said, to buy bones from licensed companies that receive human specimens donated to medicine and occasionally sell them as a surplus. The bag was part of an unfinished collection involving similar materials unprecedented in garment making. For the alligator tongues, he said they were byproducts of the alligator meat and leather industry. It took a bit of experimenting to get the tongues flattened and supple enough, he said. Oh, no. I... Yeah, some people hate the word moist. Yeah. I do not like the word supple in that context. (laughs) That's all. Yeah, it's gross. I don't like it either. Following the social media uproar over the bag, Putra posted an Instagram story in which he said, joking or not, that this collection was derived from plastinated human remains and albino skin. Putra suggested these items were also medical surplus, but he has not responded to a request for clarification. The bag's owner, Ben Lovett, told Insider that the spine bag handle does appear to be a retired medical or teaching specimen. Responding to the online outrage around his bag, Putra said, it's part of a creative learning process that should involve opposition. Otherwise, it would just be a form of repeated validation. I'm not intending to sell out and will continue to realize my ideas that are frequently changing in terms of subject matter. I hate everything about that. (laughs) How insulting to whomever the spine belonged to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it Especially actually belonged... Especially child yeah. with osteoporosis. Yeah. Imagine your life has... Like, your life and your death has been reduced to your spine is a handle for a handbag. $5,000 handbag, though. And for me, I'd be like, hey, I finally made it. I, and, like... <laughs> Now, doesn't osteoporosis make the bones weaker? And brittle, and brittle. yes. Because, I mean, that's that's beside the point. But it wouldn't even be, I wouldn't think, like, very durable. If it's a child's spine <laughs> that had osteoporosis. That's exactly what I thought, and that's why I thought it was funny. It's not funny, but I'm like, why'd you pick that one? Like, you know, it's it'd be not one a thing. good, sturdy option. If they had, like, scoliosis... Then it's like curvy. <laughs> okay? Yeah, stylized. Okay? But osteoporosis? <laughs> that, that's weak. It's weakened. 
Yeah. It's compromised. And I put a lot of stuff in my pocketbooks, yeah. okay? The spine ain't gonna hold little, up. Pull back, breaking to the pressure of, like, <laughs> my water bottle because they had osteoporosis. <laughs> Do you want to see it? I don't know. It's really <laughs> ugly. I don't like it at all. It, and it does, I don't think it looks like a child's spine. I would feel like, anyway, here. That's even worse than I thought it was going to be. But it does look like maybe there's a little osteoporosis going on, doesn't it? Yeah. Like right around here. There's some spondylosis? Maybe. It just, it ain't doing right. I don't know. It, exactly. It's exactly why I picked it. Well, while Joy sent it to me, because it yeah. ain't doing right. It ain't doing right. And it's not something I'd choose to spend $5,000 on, but the world knows that we ain't spending money on a lot of no. things. So, yep. Oh, no. Don't like anything about that. Yep. Well, well as you can't as, unhear it. You definitely can't. As <laughs> per usual, mine's very different than yours. Yeah. Yeah. So the headline, and this, I will say, as just kind of a preface this, this article is from May of last year. Okay. okay, most of mine are old. I've stopped so, caring. So, I'm going to read this, and you might be like, oh, where can I purchase that? Okay? <laughs> I have searched and searched. I do not believe it's any. It's, it, it's not on the market any longer. Okay. okay. But it is, the t- headline is Snap Crackle Juice. New cereal made to be eaten with orange juice, not milk. Did oh, you yeah. see this? I've seen this. Yeah. Like, so, like a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, so April of 2022, so that was last year. It was actually, I'm sorry to interrupt you, it was actually my dream, my childhood dream. I had asked my mom at certain points if I could eat my cereal with orange juice because I stopped liking the taste of milk, and I really don't like soggy cereal, so I will not eat cereal with milk. I only Mm. eat it dry, but I do believe that if I, and I had eaten it with strawberry milk before, like as a special thing that my mom did for me like one time, and Mm. I was able to eat the cereal. But for, like, I was, I was like, this is literally my childhood dream. Where's this been? Because I wanted to eat no. cereal with orange juice. Because I could eat it fast enough, probably, because I like orange juice a lot, so it wouldn't get soggy. And then you drink the orange juice at the end, and it's not disgusting like milk. But anyway, I, continue. It sounds horrible to me. Well, um, milk sounds horrible but to me. It re- this was the first ever cereal actually released and intentionally made to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk. Yeah. And it was made by Tropicana. So that makes sense. I'm sad I never and bought it, but I'm not as big cereal fan. According, like they launched it on May 4th, 2022, and it was that recent. Yeah, May of last year. Huh? Yeah, and they like their kind of their tagline was cereal made for orange juice. Okay. And it just it's kind of it's kind of a long article for what it is, but it just says that they included a paper straw in each box of the Tropicana Crunch. That's what it's called. And that um, is kind of a nod to their brand because I don't know if you remember the Tropicana logo is an orange with a paper straw on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can buy it on eBay. There's a 12-ounce box of Tropicana Crunch cereal made for orange juice for $45. That's the fruit version. And then there is a $25. the Honey Almond Tropicana Crunch cereal for $25 on eBay. Yeah, how stale is it now? I don't know. I mean, if it's sealed, I don't know. And then I also, apparently, like, it's a thing that people do, which I guess is what you're saying about. It says 93% of cereal eaters, I just Googled this, have (laughs) milk with their cereal, and then 4% have orange juice already, just for regular cereal. Yeah, you know what's good about, like, probably Fruit Loops. Actually, no, probably not Fruit Loops, because you know how sometimes you eat something sweet, and then orange juice tastes sour if you drink it afterwards? Yeah, that's true. 
Anyway. Um, and then the 3% have something else with their cereal. It's like the 30% oh, of people I, who are putting peeps we, in places other than their mouths. Yeah, well. I <laughs> went on a beach trip Steven? with some of my classmates one time. And we ran out of milk. And my friend really wanted to have cereal for breakfast. Shout out to Kirsten. Don't know if she's listening. And she put water on her cereal. And I was horrified. I was like, Kirsten, what are you doing? She's like, I don't want to eat dry cereal, but we don't have any milk. So I put water on it. Water? Mm-mm. No. I was like, that's, that's terrible. Eat it dry, dude. Yeah. As we've covered. Oh, I think we've covered it in here. I spent a lot of time on my own, like, as a teenager at home. Didn't go to the grocery store a whole lot or anything. So I just kind of had what was at my disposal. And sometimes we, we almost never bought milk. But we usually had heavy whipping cream mm-hmm. for half and half. And I would just cut it with water. And I would use that for my cereal. That makes a lot more sense to me. Because you're milky-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, well, I mean, it's it's kind of what, like, 2%. Yeah, it is. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not, it's removing actually the fats mm-hmm. and the cream from the milk, but. Yeah, so I would, do, I would do that. And I think at the time, that's what we had, like, coffee creamer or something, and I just cut it with water, <laughs> and that's what I used. But, yeah. yeah, she used water. I didn't have, like, heavy cream or milk at one time and I was making breakfast and I really wanted to make French toast and I had this like butter pecan coffee creamer and yeah. I used that yeah. to make the French mm-hmm. toast. It was the best damn French toast yeah. I've ever had. I mean had. I'll use but pretty water? much like any like creamer yeah. as a substitute for milk. I'll just usually well, that, cut it with water. I'm not making French toast with water. No. That's for gross. sure. That's for sure. Yeah that's mm-hmm. gross but yeah, Orange juice I thought that I would was interesting. It would have to be like like, the Tropicana of Crunch sounds like it's a granola-type cereal. Mm-hmm. That's what it would have to be to be acceptable to eat with orange juice for me. The sweet mm-hmm. cereals would make the orange juice taste sour, and that would just hurt my feelings. But cereal is never my go-to, and if I do buy cereal, it's because I intend on eating it as a snack. So this none of this is my problem, but... Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, at some point, Tropicana also released a toothpaste. Guaranteed oh, no. not to make your orange juice taste bad. I said, unfortunately, you couldn't buy the product in stores. Instead, consumers had to win it through sweepstakes. So that's a fun fact. Why wouldn't they just sell it? I don't know. I wonder if they had to get, like, some kinds of different certifications. or I don't know. That's weird. A sweepstakes. Yeah. They don't do many sweepstakes nowadays. Sweepstakes is such a 90s word to me. It is. Do you remember supermarket sweeps? Yeah. Sweep. Super, that's exactly what sweepstakes makes me think of. Yeah. And they're two completely unrelated they're completely different things. things but but super- I hear sweepstake and I think of supermarket sweep. Yeah, the Game Show Network, which is now, I think, called something different. I think it's called GSN. Well, which is well Game Show Network. Game Show, yeah. yeah, but they have a new supermarket sweep and it's not as good as the old one. But I Nothing is. do love a good game show and supermarket sweep is yeah, top notch. One of them. I we, also love a good game show. I think competition shows have replaced they're the modern day game show you know what i mean yeah but man just back in the day you, it was hard to be a good game show it was do you remember double dare 2000 yeah yeah i love that show yeah. it was or, good one. Uh, what's the one with like the like the tiki like the temple right yeah. it was like temp something hidden temple yeah legends like of that. the hidden temple something, something like, like that. that yeah 
But yeah, yeah. I love Double Dare 2000. Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I didn't watch that. It was a good game show. But My sister I had, watched it constantly. I had a computer game yeah. that I played right. a lot of at Wayne World's We had a too. board game, and I still don't understand how to play that. Because, you know, I've told you this before. My sister would... Actually, she had learned to read before me. Yeah. I wasn't good at it at yep. first, I'm, and now that's probably we've found out is related to my ADHD <laughs> but I refuse to let my mom have it looked into because I was so self-conscious as a young as a youth mm-hmm. but anyway that's probably my fault but my sister learned to read at a really early age she would and I wasn't good at reading or she just even wouldn't let me look at the directions she'd be like I know how to play I tell you and she'd tell me some bs that wasn't even true yeah. make the rules to her advantage so I don't have no idea how you even play where in the world is Carmen San Diego that board game they had but we used to play the hell out of it because mm-hmm. that was like her favorite thing because my sister she's super smart but the game show was good we watched it a lot but I would get sick of it I can't think of any offhand any other Great game shows. Double Dare 2000 was awesome. Oh, I love that show. And Supermarket Sweep. Those are just two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And then Price is Right. I enjoyed that too. Which it's still kicking. Mm-hmm. Just different hosts now, obviously. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not, it's not, it's the, not same. the same. And then, have you ever watched 8 out of 10 Cats? Uh-uh. It's a British. Kind of like a comedy game show. Mm-hmm. And... They'll give you letters, and someone has to make the longest word with the letters. Oh. And sometimes they'll do, like, math problems. I just check out on those. Mm, I would. But me and my old porn tar Mary, when we lived together, she introduced me to 8 out of 10 cats, and we would play together. Hmm. with Along with the contestants, hmm. who, who are celebrities, usually. Like, oh, British celebrities, makes, so yeah. I don't know a lot of them. Sure. But it's a pretty funny show, hmm. if, if you enjoy British humor. Um, and which is, it's, it's hit or miss it's, for me. I was going to say, it's very hit or miss for me. Sometimes I don't understand it at all, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. And theirs mm-hmm. is usually pretty funny. It are mm-hmm. 10 cats. You can watch it on YouTube. I might, I might not. It's fine, you don't have to. If it was on Netflix, I'd be more likely to watch it. Like, if it was on, like, a streaming yeah. service that wasn't YouTube. But. Alright. Yeah. Internet mishaps. Okay. Me? Yeah. This one's a little shorter, so I, I have two, and they're both pretty short. Okay, so I didn't bring a whole lot of dense content to the table for this, but this one made me laugh. Um, I believe this was a missed, what is it called, misconnection yes. on Craigslist. <laughs> Those are my favorite, and some of them are disgusting. <laughs> there are some that are incredibly disgusting. It says, man with stick. And in the parentheses it says, Eugene, by the old stream plant on the river. You were sitting at the water's edge with your cat, twirling a large stick above your head. I stopped to watch from the new bike path. You really seem to be enjoying twirling that stick. You spun it on one hand so fast that it flew into the water. I was relieved when you fished it out. Keep twirling. <laughs> it was it was the keep, keep twirling that got me. Yeah. Keep smiling. Keep shining. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. No, that you can always count on me. Keep Brides twirling. Meets? Yeah. Keep twirling. Keep, keep twirling. I love that. I love that. Then, That's so wholesome. This one is from our local Excellent Poor Customer Service page. Also yeah. very short. Just says, I received bad service from Wendy's. They gave me lemonade and no napkins. <laughs> That's all it says. Did she order lemonade? We don't know. We Did don't. she order something else? I don't know. All I know is they gave her lemonade and no napkins. How many stars? She didn't get to oh, say. Oh, that's because no, it's, it's just on Facebook. She right. just posted it. I will say that she used a nice little tropical background. <laughs> Uh, with some uh, like ferns and palm leaves or something. 
She selected that. She select. She went out of her way to select the background, <laughs> that, like that, for to say I received bad service from Wendy's. They gave me lemonade and no napkins. Did you read the comments on it? I haven't read it. There was 109, though. I should have gone through <laughs> yeah, all the comments. Yeah, because people were probably like, we need more context <laughs> yeah. here. Just, were they supposed to give you lemonade? Were they not? So what were they supposed to give you? I did love you, those. Do you, do you always need napkins with your lemonade? What a missed opportunity to read those comments. I'm sorry, so because sorry. sometimes you look at them and you see the evolution of the comment section. And it's like, we need more context. We need more information. And then the original poster will go back and comment on it. And then yeah. you'll have people like right. in her corner where you go down to the bottom. And it's like, she's already said well, that. I will see what I can do. I will see if I can find the post. <laughs> Don't and have to. we will see if there are any comments worth reading, and we'll return to that in the next episode if there, that is the case. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. I mean, and to be fair, you were doing this at, like, 1 a.m., so mm-hmm. I can't be yeah. but so fussy. <laughs> but that is, that's funny. Yeah, I just thought, and these things, like, I follow all these pages, so it just runs through my, like, mm-hmm. Facebook news feed. Yeah. And... I just see some of them. I will say that Wendy's, as far as, like, fast food burger joints go, in our area. Now, there Mm -hmm. are far superior ones, like Whataburger in Florida. There are, there's In-N-Out out west, right? Mm -hmm. For us, we are limited, and we don't have these fantastic fantasy world things. We've got Burger King, McDonald's, like, Hardee's. We even have Jack in the Box here, Red Robin. And then we have Wendy's, Okay. Wendy's, I would say, is the superior in, far, in, in terms of quality that you normally get. Like, like their burgers depends. are better. I think, no, it depends on who's making it. But I'm saying, sure. like, overall, I feel like a Wendy's burger is superior to a, a Burger King burger. Okay? Now, but the service at a Wendy's is almost always trash. It's not good. McDonald's is middle of the middle of the road on everything. It's like their their food is okay. The service is usually okay. Burger King is like a hellhole. It's have you you look at the Burger Kings <laughs> yeah, around here and they look like they're the reviews, post, but they look like they're post apocalyptic. These Burger Kings in this area, they do. And you find these people that just look like they someone is forcing them to work here and they're just like Yeah little like gremlin know, people yeah i'm like how are they still kicking i, I asked that about and food's bad long john silvers all the time oh god how are you still a thing i don't know either especially after dr smith got his turnt shrimp Ooh, tacos not good not good yeah so but i mean i can't be so picky about fast food obviously and i really don't eat it anymore but the service at Wendy's is always horrendous, but the food is such better quality that it's like, I guess you just put up with it. I guess you just put up with it. Yeah, when they get it right. Supposedly ours is a pretty, pretty bad Wendy's. The one on 58 mm-hmm. is a good one. Okay, this one was about the one on Riverside, so. Okay. The one in South Boston? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible. That's the one where the person told Newt to shut up. That's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Bojangles... That when I used to come visit Steven on the weekends, I would stop by this Bojangles and they asked like, oh, can Nova, can your dog have a biscuit? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she can have a biscuit, sure, whatever. And they came back and they're like, oh, I didn't have a biscuit, but we do have like a three-piece Supreme if you want it for her. <laughs> they're like, can she have chicken, yeah. like tenders? And I was like, yeah. They gave her a full-on three-piece like chicken Jeez. Supremes. Yeah. That's I was like, I'm going to, I hate to tell service. you, Nova, you're not eating all these. I'm, you're going to get a little bit of them. <laughs> She's going to get that really. Well, yeah. The Biscuitville always asks, 
me if I want biscuits for my dogs and I almost always say no. Same with Starbucks. Do you want a pup cup? I almost always say no. Because like, my, my dogs don't need the extra calories. I hate to say well, they don't. Well, next they ask you. Half the time, like, some of them physically jump when they see Nova. Like, like they won't notice her. She loves going through the drive-thru because mm. she's like, oh, I get food. Mm. And so I roll the window down. She likes to stick her head out the window mm. and she just pants. And sometimes she starts drooling because she thinks food's coming her way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they see her and people have physically jumped. I went through <laughs> Bojangles the other day. Different Bojangles. Not the one on the way between Chapel Hill and here. But this one is just near our house. And their drive-thru speaker was broken. So I couldn't order. Like, they were actively working on it when I pulled up. I didn't know where else to go, so I sat at the speaker for a while. And the girl came out, and she... Nova's head was hanging out of the window. The girl came out and, like, was walking up to my car. And she's like, I'm going to be taking your order. She stopped mid-sentence, jumped backwards, and stopped walking. And, like, had to take a deep breath and then took my order. Didn't say anything, but it's because she saw Nova. Like, I watched her look at Nova... Realize that there was a dog hanging out the window and then physically jump and stop walking. I wonder if these people have had bad experiences with people dogs being in people's cars. Maybe. I could see it happening. Yeah, but totally. I mean, if you don't know her, she looks, I guess she could look intimidating. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming that was someone in, someone's intent yeah. by cropping yeah. her little ear so badly. But <laughs> she's, I don't know, she's not That's that. That's funny. Yeah, well, but people do, will see her and some of them like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Yeah. I want to give her stuff and ask what her name is. Yeah. And then other people yeah. like physically jump and are startled at her presence. See, with Moose, he would bite these people mm-hmm. if he had his head, if he was allowed to have his head out no. the back window when these people, but they would get a free pass because they have food and he knows it. Mm-hmm. He would be nice to them because he thinks they're going to give him something. Yeah. And he knows that on some drive throughs he does get stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, if it was, like, a drive through for something else, he'd be like, no food, chomp. Like, he would bite, yeah. I swear to God. But <laughs> he's usually the one that's always with me going everywhere because he's my ride or die. And I probably sounded terrible earlier when I'm, like, usually saying no to these things. But I'm telling you that if Moose... Moose is like me. Moose can think about food and gain weight. Mm -hmm. Like, he should be an overweight dog. He would be if I let him. I try... I'm very conscious about my dog's weights because Mm -hmm. I don't think it's acceptable for them to have health problems that are 100% preventable by how I choose to take care of them. So I don't allow them to be overweight. I'm very strict about what they eat. They do get treats. They do get extras. But I usually allot it into, like, I'll give them a little bit less food when I feed Mm -hmm. them. But the one time I had Newt with me in the Wendy's drive-thru, and you already know about this, and it will get me so heated. Newt is the sweetest little baby angel in the entire world. He never does anything wrong. Well, that's not true. But he (laughs) loves everyone. Everyone. And he will just be excited to see people and he was like leaking air is what we say he was leaking so he was whining a little bit while wiggling his little butt and he was making little chirps little little tiny barks and boofs because he was excited to see the person in the drive-thru window yes the, it wasn't even the person who was handing me my food or took my order they were in the background they're all joking around standing back there hemming and hawing with their friends she literally whips her head around goes shut up I looked at her so dead rude. in the face. I thought she was talking to one of her employee friends, yeah. which is also so still so inappropriate. Rude, yeah. But I was like, and then I realized she's talking to Newt. And I was like, 
I was just so taken aback. I had to think for a second because I was like, how do I even handle this situation, yeah. you jerk? So the rude. person who's handing me my food, you can tell his face is like, oh my God, what's about to happen? He hands me my food, sh- immediately shuts <laughs> yeah. the window. Because I guess you could tell on my face that I was like about to be like, yeah. excuse like, how me. Dare you? Yeah. And, uh, I get passionate about my babies, let me tell you. And, like, I know when they do something wrong, too. I'm equally as passionate about that. But this, I was like, he is just excited. He didn't yeah. do nothing wrong. Didn't do nothing wrong. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just so sad. Wasn't even mean about it. Wasn't even mean about it. He wasn't going to commit an armed robbery, either. No. Would just never. wanted to say hi to the little... And he was, like, on the other side of me. The window wasn't open. It was just my window. He, I don't allow him in the front of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't have even gotten to them, even if they were, like, scared or whatever. He was... Oh, it was just so stupid. I was like, you piece of trash. That's like, so mean. I know. So and unnecessary. I know. And he was just, like, deflated. He was like, I don't understand. <laughs> Anywho. My internet... That was all yours? Yeah, I'm like sorry. I said, short, not, very, not a whole yeah, lot, but... that's okay. Well, we turned it into we, a whole we lot. We sure did, as we do. <laughs> we do. My internet mishaps are before the internet. Okay. So they're what internet mishaps probably are before the internet, and they probably weren't even mishaps then, but to me they are now. They're uh, magazine ads from the Great Depression. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not excited? I am, I'm ready. The first one's about birth control. Okay. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's a little lengthy, but I think it's funny. Every person who is married or is contemplating marriage should listen to a word of advice. Too many people enter into the holy bonds of matrimony, absolutely ignorant of any of its responsibilities. As a result, thousands of homes are wrecked. Poor and innocent men and women are made to suffer the untold misery, all because, all in caps, they did not know the laws of nature. Self-respecting, intelligent people today are not taking foolish chances. They are demanding and want to know all about, all in caps, birth control <laughs> and its doctrines and teachings. Any person who goes through life blindly, ignorant of these facts, is committing an injustice to himself and others. All in caps. Don't pay the terrible price. Of Just children? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Decide to learn all about birth control now. Later may be too late. What a few grateful readers have written to us. I cannot find words with which to thank you for the two books you sent to me. I learned a vast amount of information about myself that will prove of considerable value. Every adult should read these books. Another one says, I have never read any books that told me so much as the two I purchased from you. My eyes were opened to the truths I never knew existed. You are to be commended on distributing such splendid, instructive books. Disseminating literature of this sort will help to make this a better world to live in. Read our wonderful book. Tell simply and clearly all you should know about birth control, marriage, etc. Discusses the following subjects. Private advice to women. Birth control. Too many children. Determination of sex. Race suicide, etc. Over 200 pages, cloth bound. Also, in all caps, what every mother and girl should know. Three books for the price of one. Send no money. When the three books arrive, pay postman only $2.39 plus postage. Man, stuff was so cheap. Yeah. But they also were were making nothing. Poor, yeah. So. (laughs) Gracious me. Probably could have just read the first part of that, but that was. I wasn't 
anticipating it was going to be books that they were selling. Yeah, books. Just knowledge about birth Just control. Just knowledge. Not actual birth control. No, Just and I'm sure it wasn't them. actual... Like medication, I'm sure it no. was just. I would be very interested methods. to read these books. I would too. Actually, yeah, Matt and so I. So much information. Yeah, Matt and I love old timey stuff like that. So we have a lot of like old like foraging for your health mm-hmm. and like wilderness medicine and like just weird. It's old crazy books like that. all of like the theories and like. What people believe to be established truths of medicine back in the day. I know. Like, barbers were dentists. And they also did, like, small medical procedures Uh outside of dentistry as well. Like, like, literally, that was their training. Barbers and dentists. That's insane. And, like, people would do, like, bloodletting and leeches Mm -hmm. and... They used to think... Well, that's why, you know, the barber pole, how... Like, have you ever seen a barber pole, Uh old-timey barber's pole? That's because it, it was actually... Um, like a first aid kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like the red was supposed to represent blood and the white was supposed to represent a bandage. Oh, dang. Yeah. There's a... Hitting you with what's the What's that other thing? Like when they thought that the different... Uh, your body had different... Four different like types of fluids. And that yeah. when you're... When you're... We're sick, it's because the balance of your fluids are off or something. I forgot yeah. what the name of the yeah. fluids I are. I don't remember, but yeah. But yeah, that's just... So I'd really like to read these birth control methods. I bet they're intense i bet you're right and i bet they're yeah i don't know i think misinformation would be a delicate word a kind generous word to use for these books i'd have to agree with you there so the next one is very short it's a jiffy cornbread (sighs) open up old wounds yeah from the 1930s (laughs) sorry (laughs) we won't go down that road for your from your corn casserole uh incident but I just thought it was funny because it was so insulting. Eight cents for this Jeffy cornbread mix, by the way. When you're raising your family on John's slim paycheck, trust Jeffy. Wow, rude. What a slight to John. <laughs> He's doing his best. <laughs> no, it's a depression. Yeah. We're all suffering out here. Yeah. Oh my God. It was John's so... doing everything he can. Why would you slight him like that? Too <laughs> much know. shade. I'm sure there was a lot of Johns out there in well, the yeah. 1930s as well. Some shade being thrown to John. It's like, God, it's harsh. Here's one for Kellogg's Pep Cereal um, that's enriched with vitamins. And it's like this man holding his wife, and his wife's got the apron on and the feather duster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it says, so the harder the wife works, the cuter she looks. And then it's like a little comic that says, gosh, honey, you seem to be thriving on cooking, cleaning, and dusting, and I'm all tuckered out by closing time. What's the answer? And she says, vitamins, darling. I always get my vitamins. Vitamins for pep. Pep for vitamins. No. (laughs) If cereal was the answer, and like vitamin-rich cereal was the answer to all of my problems, Mm -hmm. I'd be fantastic. Yeah. But I somehow don't think it is. Can I maybe try eating cereal and see if my fridge is in the hole when we get back? Try it. No. The next one is for Lucky Strike cigarettes, and this one's for Matt, because those are the kind of cigarettes he likes the best, and not that I prefer that he smokes, but anyway. (laughs) The title of this little magazine ad is, Consider Your Adam's Apple. Don't resp your throat with harsh irritants. Reach for a Lucky instead. Now, please... Actually put your finger on your Adam's apple. Touch it. Your Adam's apple. Do you know you are actually touching your larynx? This is your voice box, and it contains your vocal cords. When you consider your Adam's apple, you are considering your throat. 
your vocal cords. Don't rasp your throat with harsh irritants. Reach for a Lucky instead. Remember, Lucky Strike is the only cigarette in America that, through its exclusive toasting process, expels certain harsh irritants present in all raw tobaccos. These expelled irritants are sold to manufacturers of chemical compounds. They are not present in your Lucky Strike. And, and so we say, consider your Adam's apple. I've never heard Adam's apple used so much in one, one like, collection. Women don't even have Adam's apples. No. Like, you don't even have a... I mean, you have a larynx, obviously. Obviously. It's not, like, as pronounced as men's. But, wow, that's... And there's a little arrow pointing to her Adam's apple. It's a woman on the It is a woman. And it's a little... Yeah, yeah, it's a woman on the end. Okay. And it's a... Sorry, yeah, I should have clarified that. And there's a little arrow pointing to her where her larynx is, and it says, Luckies are always kind to your throat. Unless you get throat cancer. Yeah, they didn't know about that then. Apparently, well, they found out. <laughs> that they did, because that was the Surgeon General's warning on all yep. of them. The last one's really simple. It's a little boy, uh, and he's holding a jar of milk, and he's just smiling, this little creepy smile, and it just says, Milk makes men. Oh, I hate everything about that. <laughs> he's creepy, isn't he? Well, he is creepy. And he's like a child. I guess he's going to become a man because, because he of drank milk. Because of milk. Milk makes men. I don't like that. Yeah. So I appreciate their alliteration, but my appreciation stops there. <laughs> Nothing after that. Okay. That's all I've got. All right. Moving on to Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm excited um, about this one. It's so funny to me. Okay. The title is, and I have a feeling you're going to feel strongly about this entire thing. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for choosing my dog over my family? That was in quotations. By refusing to accommodate my girlfriend's brother. Okay. I, 23 <laughs> male, lived with my girlfriend, Anne. That's in parentheses. I chose not to read this one. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Yeah. And 22 female. And my dog, Bo. Recently, Anne's brother, Al, 25 male, got laid off from work and couldn't afford to pay rent anymore. Anne asked if Al could stay with us, and I didn't see why not. Anne isn't on speaking terms with her parents, and I assume Al probably also wasn't and didn't have another place to go. Plus, I really loved Anne, and I wanted to show her how important she was to me. Here's the issue. Anne told me Al had a mild dog allergy. When I initially spoke with both of them, I said I would do my best to accommodate, but would not under any circumstances get rid of Bo. Both understood, and Al said his allergy wasn't too bad. Al moved in, and to be honest, he wasn't a great roommate. He didn't seem to be in a hurry to move out, as he spent most of his time sleeping and playing video games instead of looking for work. He didn't pitch in for chores and let laundry pile up in his room, then acted confused when I told him he had to do his own laundry. He ate the food we cooked, but did not help with cooking or buying groceries. Worst, worst. He ordered lots of fast food for himself and left wrappers, bags, and old food in his room, which made the whole apartment smell. After a month or so, Al said his allergies were getting worse and asked me to consider putting Bo in a shelter. I said, absolutely not, but Anne said we should consider getting rid of Bo to accommodate her brother's needs. I said no, and we would not be discussing this further. She called me the asshole for choosing my dog over my family. That's when I snapped. His family, bro. Correct. That's <laughs> when I snapped. I said Al is not family, and he has been nothing but a hassle for the past month, and that if she wants to babysit her older brother, she can find her own place. She has no legal right to stay here because my name is on the lease and I pay rent. 
Anne is in grad school and does not make enough money to afford a decent apartment on her own. Um, that was in parentheses, but she tried again to convince me that I should prioritize Al over Bo. So I gave her an ult ultimatum. Either Al is gone in 24 hours or I kick both of them out. Bo stays no matter what. Mm -hmm. Both have since moved out. And while Anne and I are not officially broken up, I haven't heard from her in a few days. <laughs> I know this may sound harsh, but Bo is my family. He has been with me through some of my hardest times and he is a rescue, which means he was already abandoned once and I will not let that happen again. I feel nothing for Al and while I thought I loved Anne, I, <laughs> I feel nothing for Al and while I thought I loved Anne, her willingness to get rid of someone I love as much as her made my feelings change. When I explained mm -hmm. this to my parents and sister, however, they said I should have at least considered getting rid of Bo to accommodate Al and that they could have taken care of Bo themselves so he didn't have to go to a shelter. They said if I saw Anna's family, which I did at one point, I should be able to make sacrifices, but that was a sacrifice I wasn't willing to make. Does that make me the asshole? Is that all? No, there's two updates. Do you want the updates or do you want to give your opinion first? How long are the updates? I don't know how long it can hold this in for. One is very, very short. Just yeah, go ahead. One go ahead. says uh, he, he apparently initially used two different names for his girlfriend. He called her Amy and Anne for one person. That Who cares? No, she sucks. Says, he just said sorry for the confusion. Um, and then there's an update update. That's really what it says. Update update. Okay. Do you want the update update? No, not yet. Okay, go ahead. Praise be to this man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Can I see this? Sure. How he said it. And I just, I was over here waving my arms Are up to were? Jesus because this guy, ooh, yeah. he said it like perfectly. Bo is my family. Mm -hmm. He has been with me through some of my hardest times and he is a rescue, which means he has already been abandoned once and I will not let that happen again. Go you. I don't know who you are. He didn't give himself a name. But you are the man. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, oh, Al is a waste of my time. Yeah. And I'm all set with Anne as well. Mm -hmm. I'm all set. I'm not doing it with either of them. I'd have been like, you know what? We're, we can't. This isn't going to work. Yeah. And you know how things are with my dynamics in my house. Mm -hmm. Dog meat is Matt's dog. He had him before we moved in together. Yep. Moose and Nude are my dogs. I had them before we moved in together. We are now a blended family. Mm -hmm. Is it always the happiest time with our dogs and them getting along? No, it is not. My dogs are significantly smaller than Matt's dog, and they sometimes get into disagreements as dogs do. They do. And it is scary because dog meat is so much bigger, which is nobody's fault. Now, with that being said, if Dogmeat wanted to do some real damage, he would have already, mm -hmm. and we'd be in a, having a different conversation. For the most part, they are great. And I, the most I've asked for is some maybe some training, behavioral intervention for all of us, mm -hmm. and or a neuter, yeah. because Dogmeat's the only one that's intact. Yeah. And at this point, it may or may not make a difference in his sure. attitude towards my two male mm -hmm. dogs. I don't know. I would never... I would never expect Matt to get rid of his dog on my behalf. And if I did, he would have had to have like violently attacked me mm -hmm. or someone who came into our household. And even then, it would be a really serious discussion. And yeah. I just really don't believe that Dogmeat is capable of that unless it was an intruder that needed to be violently mm -hmm. attacked. So I don't think we'll ever reach that point, And I really hope that we never do. But this girl, 
You're just saying, you know what, just put him in a shelter. Get the hell yeah, out like, of here. I Have know. You... I know I'm going to be with him the rest of my life. I don't know if I'm going to be with you the rest of right. my life. It leads me to believe that Anne has never loved a pet. She has never felt that I love. I think that, and I've learned through the years, that not everyone has the same bond or philosophy when it comes to animals that You're I right. Do. Because, like, when I... I've only ever rehomed one animal, okay? And it's one that I did not actually intentionally get. It was my little ferret. Yeah. Farrah. That was just a complicated situation that somehow I ended up with a ferret that I never intended on. Went from a, uh, I'll watch your ferret for the weekend, to, do you ever want your ferret back? And the answer was no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had a ferret for a few years. They're very intelligent, mm-hmm. um, funny Incredibly social animals. Also stinky little thieves. Yes, they are. <laughs> and when I had the ferret before I got Nova, and when I got Nova, Nova thought that eating the ferret was the best course of action. Yeah. And sure. I could no longer provide the appropriate <laughs> the appropriate environment for the ferret and rehomed her to a person that I knew and trusted very much who has taken absolutely fantastic care of her. But uh, when me and Steven started dating... He was not a cat animal person. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I only had two animals that were mine. As we've discussed previously, two of the cats that I have, I kind of ended up with through a series of unfortunate events. Intentionally slash unintentionally. Yeah, yeah. But I had I have said about all of my animals that they have already had to go through so many transitions and been in so many different circumstances that I refuse to be the reason that they get passed on to someone else. Mm-hmm. I've always said the buck stops here. So mm-hmm. yeah. I will do whatever I have to do to take care of them as well as I possibly can to the end of their life or until there's a better circumstance for them. Mm-hmm. For the fair, I found a better circumstance for her. And it was not a pet I intentionally got. And she was much, much, much happier after I rehomed her. Like I said, she's the leader of a small kitten posse. And mm-hmm. I would get videos and pictures of her with her little kitten gang all the time. Because mm-hmm. the person I gave her to fostered kittens a lot. And the ferret Farrah loved cats. Mm-hmm. Because she grew up with my cats. So, yeah, that's... But other than that, I've told... Like, the buck stops here. And yeah. if at any point, Stephen had, had the audacity to mm-hmm. say, you're going to have to get rid of cats. Or we're not, I was like, okay, then we're done. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Like, at any point, if he was like, you get rid of the cats, or it's me, I would have been like, okay, it's the cats. Yeah. Like, I, I, That's not I a second thought. Nope, neither. moment's hesitation. Nope. The only animal I've had to try to rehome was a rooster, and it was, I mean, it's a rooster. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it yeah. was trying to attack, it was, it, not trying to, it was actively attacking my big fat Meat production rooster that can't get around. Yes, and we love him, and he was just getting beat to hell every day. And I was like, we can't do this. So I tried to rehome him. Didn't work out. So we took other course of action on that. (coughs) (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. I think Jesus just tried to strike me down because I choked on my own spit. Um, And then my cats, when I moved here, which I've touched on this already in previous episodes before. They weren't rehomed. They just stayed in the same home, which was healthier for them yeah. with the person I was living with at the time. And that was the agreement and that was best for all involved. Mm-hmm. I would never, like I said, ask Matt to rehome his dog unless I, I said there was something se- yeah, severely yeah. violent. And same with mine. And what I say, I mean, Moose has bitten Matt before. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. still 
loves on him and treats him Mm -hmm. like a part of the family. And so I'm so, I will always be eternally grateful for that. But Matt now understands that Moose is just a special guy and it's not always a fun time with him. It is most of the time for me, but I've worked for that trust and love his entire life. Well, if Moose was rehomed, he would either be euthanized because he's a fear reactive or he would be, he would die of seizures from stress from not being around me. He can't be without, like, you know, if I leave him at the house, it's fine. But when he's with me, he's at my wazoo. Newt would go home with anybody, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that anyone would take care of him the way that I do. And if, you know, the trainer I work with for him already said that he would be much worse if he lived with a little old lady and let him get away with murder. Him and Dogmeat had a problem in the beginning where Newt was bullying him, and now Dogmeat either stands up for himself or just puts up with Newt just being yappy and annoying Mm -hmm. and, like, nipping at his heels when they run outside. And for the most part, it's very manageable and... You know, we had talked about potentially rehoming Newt because, you know, that was one of Matt's concerns when he was going to move in mm-hmm. with me. And I said that I would. And, you know, at the time I really believed it. And I'm glad that it worked out because it would have been really difficult for me. I don't think I would have been able to do it. I think we would have been having a different conversation. Yeah. I mean, I've always said I will do what's best for them. Yes. Because I, like, they are here and exist because of humans. Yeah. They did not ask for any of this. Mm-mm. And so I refuse to make them suffer because they exist because of humans. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm. We considered rehoming Harper at one time only because my other two cats, Mia and Autumn, are bonded. They were the first two cats we had in our apartment. Mia was a kitten and they love each other. And Harper, I think she'd be better off as a one, a one cat home. She, they, they fight sometimes, nothing to the point where I'm like, oh, this isn't working. And she's so affectionate and she just needs attention mm-hmm. all the time. And I have three cats and a dog. So we just, we have to split our, divide our attention. Yeah. So at one point when, before Kelly got Ava, a little jingle bell over here, we considered her taking Harper. And like I had considered rehoming Harper before just, but it would have to be to someone better than me. Mm-hmm. And while that sounds conceited, I hadn't yet found that place. Well, you're um, a veterinary professional. Yeah. And you take care of your animals to a well, standard. Yeah, and I had known her since she was a little tiny baby found on the street. Right. Like, she's bonded to her people. Right. And when Dad was in the hospital and I had to travel a lot, Mary said that Harper would stop eating when I was gone. Oh. That, like, after I was gone for a few days, Harper would just stop eating. Moose she was that. afraid she was sick. Yeah. And then I would come home, and she'd be totally fine. Yeah, that's Moose. And I was like, <laughs> I guess she's more attached to me than I anticipated. But when we... We did, at one point, really consider giving her to Kelly. And we had kind of set up a loose date for Kelly to take her. And the whole week leading up, I was so emotional about yeah. it. Every time Harper would do something sweet, I'd be like, oh... She's, she's sweet sometimes. And she loves Nova. So she would like lay on the bed with Nova or groom Nova's head. And I'd be like, I can't separate them. And I was just, for what I, I did not anticipate it was going to be that much of a problem. Mm-hmm. But when it actually came down to it and we were like potentially sincerely going to give her to someone I love and trust explicitly that lives two minutes from my house where I could see her all the time. I know she was getting the and, care that yeah, she deserves. Yeah, no, she was getting the care she deserves and I would be able to, I would probably house it when, like, I would take care of her when she wasn't home. I was like, I just, I don't think I can do it. And I had not verbalized that at all. But it was like a few days before that loose date we had set and Stephen was like, 
I think maybe I don't want to give Harper up. And I was like, you don't want to give Harper up or you don't want to give her up because I don't want to give her up. And he's like, it's a little bit of both. Because he had just noticed how like distraught. how distraught and I had tried to be like pretty quiet about it because I was like processing everything yeah and um we told Kelly and she was like yeah I was kind of having second thoughts about the situation too and so it all worked out and Harper's not going anywhere yeah, yeah. but yeah because I'm like she's just so social she just needs she loves attention she sleeps with me almost every night she is the spokesperson of the group she is the one that lets me know it's breakfast time and that it's dinner time. Mm-hmm. And the other day, their water bowl had gotten empty. We have a few, but the one in the kitchen had gotten empty. And she came over and just batted the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Just flung it around until <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. It's empty. So I pick it up and I fill it and I put it back and she drinks water and walks away. Like, she's just, she has such a personality. But yeah, so, no. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. Even for the yeah. even for the cat that I was like, maybe she'd be better off somewhere else. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was like, she wouldn't be, I guess. I wouldn't even, I really, like I said, I wouldn't even do it for Matt's dog because yeah. he's my dog now too. And I love him and he's mm-hmm. a fantastic dog. And I always, like I said for a long time, I was like, you know what? I've just come to the terms with the fact that I'm not going to date someone who has animals because I usually don't like the way that people let their animals behave. And I don't like the way, I don't agree with the way that they're taken care of a lot of the time. You know, people who don't, I think, you know, even just medically, you yeah. know, vaccinate them to my standards mm-hmm. or whatever the case yeah. may be. When... I met dog me. I was like, he's an incredible dog, so mm-hmm. he can live with me. So I, even that, I, yeah. I just can't. And and for Matt, too, anyways. Yeah. But I, let's hear this update okay. update. So it says, update update. Holy crap, I wasn't expecting this. Thanks for all the support. It got like 8,500 upvotes. Wow. Like just 8,500 votes and over 2,000 comments wow. on this post. A lot has happened in the past couple of days, and I want to share that with you. First, I officially broke up with Anne. My parents have since apologized to me. Apparently, they didn't realize the extent of my living situation with Anne and Al and thought I would only be getting rid of Bo for a few weeks. They even gave me money for changing my locks and installing a fancy security system. Lastly, this whole experience made me think there are many dogs out there who have been cast aside for reasons similar to this. So not only am I keeping Bo, but I'm planning on adopting a second dog from a local shelter my next girlfriend will be told up front that i am a dog over significant other kind of guy i love this guy (laughs) you know what and a good deed yeah he's gonna get another one so i hope bo has a little sibling but yeah what a good person that's great yeah wow all right Happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of history about us and our pets. (laughs) You're going to hear a lot about it for the rest of our lives. So get used to it, folks. Mine is about... (laughs) This is so funny to me. Let me start with the title. Am I the asshole for ordering bruschetta? Bruschetta. You know bruschetta? Yeah. Well, it's the Italian way to say it is Mm. bruschetta. Okay. Pronounce the C. He's already been determined. The asshole. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I, 40 male, am an American with no Italian descent. Okay. I do Let's quite... establish that straight out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what makes him an asshole, but... I do quite appreciate Italian food and culture, though, and have visited Italy a number of times. We went to Buca de Beppo. I love that name. I've never been to one, but I love that name. I went to Buca de Beppo... <laughs> For a family celebration. I know. Not great. It's like an olive garden. I don't know if you've ever been to one. I've never heard of it before this post. And I ordered the bruschetta. I said, we'll start with the bruschetta, pronouncing it bruschetta. 
as it is pronounced in Italian. So he said, we'll start with the bruschetta. The waitress said, the bruschetta. I replied, <laughs> yes, the bruschetta. My wife, 40 female, said I sound like a wanker when I say bruschetta. <laughs> They're British? <laughs> I don't know. And that I should stop. She says the American way to say it is bruschetta, and I'm acting like a show-off. I feel it's a no-win, and it feels uncultured to say it wrong, and that there's no such thing as an American way of saying it. I refuse to stop. And when the appetizer showed up, I asked family members if they wanted me to pass the bruschetta, despite some of them being confused of what I was asking them. So read it. Am I the asshole for saying bruschetta like an Italiano? <laughs> there's a... <laughs> there's two edits. <laughs> Do you want them now? <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> Just to build out the image, I didn't say it with the kind of rhyme slash emphasis an Italian would use when speaking. Just plainly like an American, but with the syllables of the Italian pronunciation. Mm -hmm. So Italians would be like bruschetta, like that's how they pronounce. They pronounce. They enunciate different syllables sure. than we do. So he was saying instead of bruschetta, he was saying bruschetta. Okay, and then edit number two. It has been asked a few times, but my wife did not say you sound like a wanker. That is paraphrasing, hence not directly quoted. I was discussing this situation with a British-ish slash Swedish friend who said it makes you sound like a wanker, and I think the word most accurately captures what my wife had told me. <laughs> That prompted me to take to make this post. Yeah. So I don't. I think that if he had said it one time, and then got all the feedback and was like, "Okay, sure, I'll just switch," he would not be okay. The <laughs> fact that he is so determined and dedicated to using the word, and he's already stated he's not even using it authentically. Like he's not even using it. <laughs> The way that the Italians would. Yeah. He's using a perverted version of the Italian pronunciation, but refusing. He's Americanizing the Italian pronunciation instead of using the American pronunciation. What? And he's dedicated to it. Like, he refuses to be swayed against using this version. Like, it's, yeah. it had, has no homeland. Okay? It is not American. It is not Italian. It is just a twisted version of the Italian word because you're too extra to pronounce the American one. No. I love that you're so passionate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's so unnecessary. And he knew damn well that the other people at the table were, con they were confusion. Yeah. They were like, what? What? Pass the hook? Like, I feel like he's just doing it to <laughs> feel superior. Yes. It's exactly That's the all vibe he's doing. I got. That's exactly the vibe I got. Your use of the word perverted tickled me. <laughs> tickled That's me. That's what it is. Tickled me. That's hilarious. There was one comment, and I don't have it word for word, but I'll just say, like, what I it, it's I can almost guarantee this is word for word. You're the asshole for saying bruschetta like an Italiano. And they were like, you're the asshole for saying Sorry, it like an Italiano. <laughs> Oh my gracious. I um, swear. It was just so good to me. I was like, is this for real? <laughs> and it was just the title. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for saying bruschetta? Yes. Oh yes, gosh. I already know you are. Yeah. If that's, especially, if that's what you're coming out of the gate with, yes. Especially, I am an American with no Italian descent. Yeah. I don't yeah. need any more context. That's what I'm saying. I don't need anything else. No. We already know. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick one. Oh Why make your own just to feel Either superior? Either fully commit what or I'm don't saying. do it. <laughs> Say it like an Italian or an American. Yeah. Just butchering it so that mm -hmm. you feel superior because I just can't handle that. Yep. No. <laughs>
That's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's gonna be your here's the thing. Oh my gosh, that's annoying to me. It that is people annoying. People just like to feel superior and entitled. Mm-hmm. Now, I do things like that, like when I'm talking about like the use of a word or a definition. Yeah. But I've also been humbled many times by people telling, like me telling them something, like mm-hmm. actually you're wrong, it's this, and them coming back with actually you're wrong, it's this. So I have uh, become more humble mm-hmm. in some ways in that regard, but. There's one for me where people will say peculiar in place of particular, and it happens at work a lot okay. because they're talking about their pets and they're okay. like, oh, she's really, what they mean to say is she's really particular about this, but they'll say she's really peculiar about this, and I'm like, I guess That's... it's a little bit of a stretch, but it does it's fit. It's a saying too. <sighs> I don't agree with you. You never heard that as a saying? Not outside of people saying it and me feeling like it's wrong. It's I particular. Think, I, I think it's a saying, too. Mm, no. To say, like, they're very peculiar about something, it means that they're weird or have weird preferences. I know what peculiar means. Yeah. But in the context that I'm talking about, it's not... It's... No. The, the better word would be particular. Okay. Like, having a peculiar need... To, ha- to display this behavior. It's just like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But saying, like, she's very particular about what flavors of food she likes. She's very peculiar. No, she ain't weird about it. She don't like that. She's particular. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on whether they're trying to say she's picky or right. that she just has really odd preferences. Yeah, in these contexts, okay. they're not... It, just trust me okay. on this. Right, they're you. not trying to say they're weird about it. They're just saying like they don't like specific. this and they yeah, yeah. specific. Okay. But you don't have to trust me on that. But I'm gonna tell you right now. When I hear it, I cringe. <laughs> I keep when I hear it, I cringe. Yeah. So that's not my here's the thing today. What my here's the thing is today is creating passwords for online accounts. It's terrible. Yeah. Just let's get it out. Let's get it out on the bat. Put a little disclaimer. You gotta have two capital letters. Some you gotta have six yeah, some special of them characters. Say it outright, and then the other ones just say, "Oh, you idiot! You did it wrong. This is what you're supposed to do." Right? No, you didn't. And tell most me the rules. of them are the latter. Yeah. And maybe that's just because I'm super sensitive about it, but I think that's true. And I'm like, okay, what? Are, what are the? What's the criteria here for a password? Because I have about seventy two different variations of the same password I use mm. for everything. So if somebody found it out, I'd be screwed. Yeah. But I'm the same way. I I just can't get we're getting worse and worse here. And you know what makes it even more insulting? It's like a slap in the face to me yeah. when my phone tells me, here's a strong password option. Well, you don't want me to save my passwords in my phone, right? Because that could be compromised. No so who's memorizing these? Oh my, no one. They want you to be dependent on it. I refuse. I hate it. And, like, there's so many, I'm going to tell you, and I might have already told you this story because it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know how, I, I hate making passwords. Yeah. I do. I, I have to, I forget them all the time. And I have, like, a few different, like, probably ten different variations of, like, the same three-ish passwords. Yeah. But there's so many rules. And I hate yeah. it. I want it as simple as possible. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I, when Stephen and I were, like, we got married and we're trying to get all of our bank accounts all situated... I had an, a bank account from that I created when I was like 18. Okay, mm-hmm. so and then I lo- I signed up for online banking when that became like something that was common 
and I was trying to access this account. I, I think I switched phones and I got kicked out of the app or something. And I was trying to get back into my online banking and I could not for the life of me do it. I couldn't remember the password. I tried it multiple times. I got like locked out and I tried to do the security questions. And for those who don't know, I, I'm an only child. So I have no siblings, which is what an only child is. <laughs> and I also for, for anyone who doesn't, doesn't know. know an only child they don't have any siblings um and I also like at this point I hadn't I didn't like go to school and the security questions came up and it was like uh and we weren't I don't think we were married yet and it was like these questions are from when I was young mm-hmm. okay so probably early 20s most likely it was like what is your niece's name and I'm like, what? And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, try a different question. Who was the best man at your wedding? All right, I'm not married yet. So different question. And I told, I called, I texted my mom. I was like, mom, I don't, these questions are not mine. She's like, what do you mean? And I gave her some of the examples and it was something that either had to do with like siblings or like what street was your high, or what was the mascot of your high school? And like, I had like, we had like a semi- official name for my school that we had to make up to put on my diploma that didn't count for anything. (laughs) um, I'm like, these questions, they don't apply to me at all. So I called the bank. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) I called, I called the bank and I said, Hey, these are not my questions. Like these questions do not pertain to me. I don't have a niece. I have no siblings. Like I, I haven't been married yet. Every one of the questions, except for one of them, I didn't know the answer to, and they didn't apply to me. And my mom, they had recently, like, the bank had recently been bought, and my mom was like, oh, yeah, like, multiple people have had problems with their questions. They've gotten a lot of them mixed up. You're probably just going to have to call to get access. So I called the bank, and I said, hey, ma'am, like, these aren't my questions. I I don't know the answers to these. They don't pertain to me. They are. And she was like, no, no, you created these questions. And I was like, ma'am, I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, I don't have this. And she was like, if you don't have it, what do you think you would have put? I put in a. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put in a on these security questions and thought I was so clever. So clever. No one's going to guess that I picked something that doesn't even apply to me and that I put in a. I'm like, no. no Not one even will. me. Not even me years later. So I had talked to this lady on the bank. Sound like an idiot. <laughs> I told her and I was like I I did that and she was like yeah I'm pretty sure you did and I was like ma'am I I I don't know why I would have done that and she was like I'm not sure either but these are the answers to the questions and these are your questions (laughs) and I felt so stupid that I'm giving this lady a hard time telling her these are not my questions ma'am like something's going wrong on your end. <laughs> You're like, I was, I out. was, and like I'm never rude to these people, oh but I was, God. I was like steadfast. Like, yeah, this is not me. Yeah, these are not my questions. Just confident. Something's going. I was very confident. <laughs> and just <laughs> like that, uh, just like that, I felt like the <laughs> dumbest person in the world. I'm like, did I think? I guess I thought I was being clever. I was tricking the people who were trying to break into my account at 20 years old. That which turned out to be you at which 30. Which was me at 30 just trying to get in. <laughs> I told Steven, I was like, I figured it out. He's like, oh, what was the problem? I was like, me. It's, I, it was me. And I told him, he was like, that's 
so stupid. Why would, why would you do that? I was like, I don't know. I thought I was being real slick. I thought I was being so clever. Oh, my God. I was like, this is you so You have dumb. told me that, but I forgot what actually the end yeah. result was. So it still so hit. Dumb. It still hit. I so was like, oh, my God. So this poor woman, she's like, I'm not supposed to give you answers over the phone. Yeah. Like, she could, she, she finally got, <laughs> she was like, this is too stupid to not be real. But she was, she finally got to the point, she's like, she was like, baby stepping me to yeah. my answer. Yeah. Which, for two out of three questions, was in A. So, <laughs> she's, she's like, yeah, probably, don't do that. And I'm like, I'm never doing it again, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. It was so dumb. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's still so such a good story. Tell me again in like a year. Yeah, I'll do what I can. Because <laughs> it's so good. That is hilarious. Yeah. Man, terrible. oh man. All right. What's so your here's, here's the, the thing. problem. What? <laughs> here's the thing. I it was the air fryer return, and I already talked about it. Oh, that's okay. But see, so we'll just put see episode seven right? for the air fryer but, return. Yeah, because I in general I hate returning things. Yeah. I will not buy something that I'm not just willing to eat the cost of or to donate to someone because I hate returning things. Yeah. But I also hate shopping in person. So I tied my hands there a little bit because like if I buy clothes or anything like that, um, online and it doesn't fit me. Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not returning it. I'm the same way. I'm never returning it. I have an awful bathing suit that I ordered on Mm -hmm. Amazon um, when we went to Virginia Beach last September. Yeah. And I I put it on and I was like, oh my God, I will never wear this. You want to know where it is? Sitting in my closet. Well, it just frustrates me with this air fryer that we just, is being recalled, we don't want our house to burst into flames, that... It's refusing to accept the appropriate answer. Like in college, <laughs> did you ever have to do like online homework and you would put the correct answer and it would correct it and say, no, the answer is this. But it's it the was the same answer yeah, you put. Just worded differently or yeah. Spe- yeah. No, this isn't. It's like literally just telling me that the model number is wrong, mm-hmm. but it's not. And I have, I'm sending them a picture of the air fryer. Maybe I should send them a screenshot saying that I selected the right thing, but I think I'm going to have to call. And I hate calling. And the world does this to me. Maybe that's just a victim <laughs> mindset. But I, it, just like the, you know, if the one-off that someone's going to be sent the wrong dish or some, some error is going to happen and people should have to, like, have to contact the company. I graduated from tech school. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. All right. I should have gotten a degree, a diploma, whatever, like for my, my applied associates degree. Yes. And okay. All of my classmates got it. I never received mine and I never called to ask about it. Never one time. I haven't called to miss, to ask where my title to my vehicle is. Yeah, exactly. And this kind of stuff happens to me. It's like the one person that I just didn't go smoothly for. It's going to be me. Like you have to call. Like the time we went to lunch with everybody, with yes. everybody in treatment, and, uh, and we we both decided we looked at the specials, and this was one of the first times yeah. we were like, you know what, we're getting, we're both gonna get the Reuben, the Reuben sandwich. It sounds good. It's one of the specials. It's not always on the menu. We're both getting the Reuben. Cassie was like, oh, you can go ahead in front of me. I think that's what happened, yep. right? You're like, no, 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 go ahead. I got the last Reuben. <laughs> so I step up to the register with all of the confidence in the world. Okay, of a person who had never put N.A. on a bank security question. And I said, I would like 
the Reuben. And she said, I just sold the last one. And I said, you're kidding me. And I was literally standing right next to her. And I looked at her and I was like, I cannot believe this. I said, you're never going in front of me in line again. Okay, so that happens. This is like a running joke because I tried to get the Reuben so many times. The next time I went, I ordered the Reuben again. Emma wasn't there that day. I thought, I have a good chance this time. I'm going to get it. And we all order. We sit down. Everyone gets their food. Okay? Because like, they call your name out and like you either raise your hand and they bring your food to you or you go get it. And they call, like brought everyone's food except for mine. And I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And you're waiting and longer than the average person. So much longer than the average person. you're so non-confrontational. Because I, am. I do not want... In those settings. In those kind of settings. I, I'm not going to be causing any problems. I never send my food back. I, nothing like that. Unless it's inedible. Yeah. Okay? So I'm waiting and everybody's like done eating. And they're like, you probably should go check on your food. <laughs> and I was like, well, I thought I heard someone say my name. So maybe they're thinking about it, talking about it. You know, maybe something's going to happen soon. And I eventually I'm like, okay, I can't wait anymore. Like I need to eat weird. Everyone else is done and just staring at me. (laughs) So I go up and I was like, hey, I ordered my sandwich a little while ago. Like with the rest of my table, they've all gotten their food and finished. And I like still don't have my food. And I was just wondering like, what, what's the deal? What's going on? (laughs) And, um, in your customer service being as absolutely as kind and (laughs) benign as I can be. Um, and she's like, oh, you still haven't gotten your sandwich? And I was like, nope. And she, uh, someone comes from the back and I'm like, oh yeah, we're making another one. Someone had taken it. Someone had, they had said, uh, Cassidy. And someone came up and said, oh, that's mine. Took it back to their table, dissected it, brought it back and said, this isn't my sandwich. (laughs) No, you're right. It's not. Your name isn't Cassidy. I forgot her name. I think her name was Lynn. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure her name was like Lynn. Something completely, like not even. And she walked up and confidently took my sandwich, walked away, butchered it, brought it back and said, this isn't mine. (laughs) And so they had to make me another one. But I'm like, are you making it now because I asked about it? Are you already making it? They brought it out a few minutes later and it was fine. But there was another time, I don't remember what happened. There was a third time I tried to get a Reuben and it didn't work out. And I'm like, this just, those kinds of things happened to me. And so now here I am with this air fryer. I think it was the same thing where they had sold the last Reuben, but they didn't know. I think it was, wasn't it? Maybe. Where they had sold the last Reuben, but they didn't know until after the orders were placed. I think you're right. I think I ordered it. We sat down and then they came and said, we like, actually, hey, we don't have any. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because this was like multiple times in a row it's like at this point i still hadn't had one (laughs) okay the only time i actually got to eat it was when i had to get another one after that lady butchered it (laughs) that's the only time i actually got like at that point i've had one since but i have like ptsd from ordering rubens i'm like i'm afraid to rightfully so i'm gonna be rejected again yeah it's too much and neither one of us really get the reuben anymore at that place no we so like grilled cheese and tomato soup, if anything. Yeah. But if they, they even have there was, soup. there was the day that I panic ordered yeah. what I didn't even want to eat. That was the day that I got the last Reuben, wasn't Maybe. it? Yeah. yeah, I think it was the day because then she was like, What do you want? And I had already decided what I wanted, so I didn't yeah. have a backup order. Right. And I normally get the grilled cheese and the soup. And I asked her what soup she had. All of them did not sound good to me, so I got the chili, which isn't really a soup, but 
Is it a stoop? It's not a stoop. Okay. Um, it's a stew, so, if anything. Yeah. So I got the chili, but I didn't want the chili. And so I, I walked away from the counter and I was like, oh, what'd you get? And I was like, chili? They're like, I thought you actively said you didn't want chili. And I was like, I panicked. <laughs> I panicked. The Reuben was gone. Yeah. It was ripped out from under me. And I stood there <laughs> with no idea what I wanted. And I just latched on to the first thing she threw to me. Okay, the first little life preserver, I latched onto it, and it was chili with a grilled cheese. That's not what I wanted, but here I am, and it was fine. But it just happens to me. So now I have to call this company, be like, hey, the form is correct. What is your problem? And I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to be like, you put the wrong number down, or you put in A where you were supposed to write something you, you should have? And I don't know. know Maybe it's going to be something silly and you're just going to be like, really? But I do agree that the world does do this. It does it to me. <laughs> it do. Yes, it does. Do. I do agree. I agree. It's like the, Because I've like, witnessed it. Yeah, you have. And it's like, <laughs> this girl, she won't do anything about it. And the right. <laughs> I probably won't. And so, like, Unless seems, you have to. Like, now yeah. your air fryer cord is cut. Yeah, I cut it because they wanted me to. And they required it. You shouldn't it, have done that. But they required it. To take the pictures to send in the form. Uh, Photoshop. Well, it's too late now. I, I didn't think that far forward. Now we just have... But they also said I can't throw it away until it's gone through. So I have just a... <laughs> unusable. Unusable air fryer taking up space. Next to both of your refrigerators in your kitchen. Yes, it is on the table next to both of my refrigerators. Oh my god. I'm telling you, it's a rough time with the appliances right now. <laughs> and I'm so dependent on my air fryer for everything. Yeah, I know. That's awful. You're going to have to use your oven. Which, at least it's a new oven. At least it's in the place it's supposed to be in, too. It is. And it's poor little feet. Did you see the picture of its feet? No. So you know how ovens have the balancing feet? Yeah. Leveling feet? Yeah. Okay. One is one side is all the way up. The other <laughs> side is all the way down. Yeah. And that's how our fridge also is going to be if it ever gets in the fridge hole. So mine is level where it doesn't like teeter, but I have to see if mine has feet on it because mine, like when I'm cooking something, you can see like if you put a little bit of oil mm-hmm. in the pan, it all goes to one side. Yeah. And like this kitchen is falling off my house. Well, my old stove, all the little burners were like yeah tilted. My burners are not. No They're matter not what right. I did, the burners mm. were tilted. And my pan's like <laughs> yeah. way like unlevel tilted over to the side. Yeah. So I have to constantly move stuff around in the pan so it doesn't all settle to one little side yeah so that's my struggle. here's the thing was the air fryer but it's just i think the here's the just returning life things and returning and things. life yeah the way yeah. life just deals I you still don't have crappy my game. diploma i was like i mean i definitely graduated because <laughs> they let me take the vitney and you have to have we well, can graduated. always get like a diploma or a transcript i'm sure but you have to like call and contact them yeah. pay for it and all like, that all of my classmates were posting oh gee i got my diploma and i was like i was just like in due time I was like, you know, my last name is Streak. Maybe yeah. they're mailing them alphabetically. And I was like, maybe maybe it'll come eventually. After six months, I figured that was no longer the case. <laughs> six and, uh, months? A year later, I was like, it's just never going to happen. <laughs> I've just I've cut my losses. We're done. <laughs> God. So the songs of our time. So the song I have, and it's very on brand for the vibe. So sorry, not sorry. Is All I See Is You by Shane Smith and the Saints. And if anybody watches Yellowstone, no. they might be familiar with this song. But we, Stephen and I watched the show, and I started watching it after I got deep into the vibe of my music right now. And then tons of songs from the show just fit perfectly. Um, and this one is just really good. It's probably not everyone's style, but 
I really enjoy it. It's a good song. Yeah. And it's a, it's part of a pretty iconic scene in, in the show. Maybe not iconic, but a significant scene in the mm. show is this song. And they mention the song in the show. They say, hmm. um, like they say some line like, oh, well, let's get on the road and listen to Shane Smith and the Saints. So I'm sure that was a very intentional plug. But it's a good song. Hmm. Okay. I'll listen to it. Well, I listen to them all. Yeah. I listen to them all because I add them to the playlist. Mine is, you probably know it, and if you don't know it, you'll love it. It's, I discovered this one on TikTok, and it's Dayton Farley Pitch and Fix. I almost picked that for today's episode. Did you really? I looked at I it, was and like, I was like, maybe I should do this yeah. one. I was like, she's going to pick this song one day, yeah. and either I'm just not going to have to pick it, or we're going to pick it on the same day, and I'm going to have to be like, well. It's such a good song. Yeah. Honestly, I'm shocked it's that great none song. of our content has, like, we've never picked any of the same content. I can't believe that I, that's I'm never happened. I'm shocked, because we have such a similar vision. For what we want. We do. And, like, it's the internet. When you Google specific things, how many, like, I guess there's a lot of variety, but, like, yeah. when you're looking for peculiar, offbeat, weird news, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the places take you to the same place. Mm-hmm. So, I am I truly am shocked. I am, too. Because we use so much of the same pools yeah. to get things out of that we haven't ever picked the same thing. There's one article, and I think it's for my next episode, but I guess, so I guess we can talk about it then, but I was, like... I have a backup article because I'm like, there's a lot, oh, there's no. a huge chance that she picked this article too, but, so yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh-huh. Moving right along. Yeah.